Hello, you're listening to our Magdalene Coffee Podcast. This episode is a part of our coffee rollout series where we introduce new coffees. I am Einar and today I'm joined by Jason. Um, the coffee that we're talking about today is Los Palomos from Colombia. Hi Jason, welcome to, back to the studio. Hi Aina, hi everyone, thanks very much for listening. I'm really excited to be talking about this coffee. It's tasting really great at the moment and I think it's going to be one of the favorites for this year. So first of all, let's talk quickly about Colombia, um, where it is in the world and the kind of characteristics of a typical Colombian coffee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Colombia is in the top part of South America. It's bordered by a number of countries, Venezuela, um, Brazil, uh, Ecuador, a tiny little bit of Peru and a tiny little bit of Panama. Uh, it's got a nice coast on the on the northern border and on the uh, western border as well. Uh, geographically, it's sort of dominated by a large mountain range that runs north-south from Ecuador all the way up to the Venezuelan border. And this is where a lot of the coffee is grown. So there are very high mountainous areas and even the rivers down in the valleys are still at a reasonably high elevation. Uh, there are a few main coffee growing areas. Uh, there's Tolima, um, Huila, there's um, Inns in Cauca, and there is Antioquia, so Urao and Caicedo in Antioquia. Uh, and how would you describe a, a typical Colombian coffee? What are the characteristics? Historically, they've been described as mild because their flavor is not overly characterful in one way. But these days, the coffees we get from Colombia are very, very pretty coffees, very fruity. They make excellent filter coffee and espresso. So I describe them as quite fruity, fruit forward, but can also be quite delicate with some nice floral flavors. And they can also be quite heavy bodied and have some nice dark chocolate sort of flavors and and make a really good espresso. Uh, And for process and varietal, what are the traditional... Uh, methods and and types of coffees that grow there well it's in, almost entirely washed wash process for uh, in terms of processing and it can vary depending on the the elevation of the farm and and how cool it is the length of fermentation i will talk a little bit more about that with uh, Los Palomas but and then historically the varieties the older varieties are varieties like Tipica and Katura and uh, there are newer varieties from the coffee association the FNC that they have put out called Colombia these tend to be hybrid varieties that are a little bit more disease resistant they're you know higher yields a little bit easier to grow but the cup profile is not quite as good uh, the Los Palomas we're talking about is the variety called Chiroso. It's a bit of a special one. It's a newer variety that was discovered in Orao in uh, Antioquia. It's done very well in a number of Cup of Excellence competitions and uh, it's got a very distinct cup profile. Could you talk a little bit about your travels to Colombia? When, when did you go there last? Uh, Colombia was my very last origin um, visit which is a bit sad but um it was end of 2019 i went with aelin to colombia it was my first time in colombia and uh we were blown away sort of at every turn we we sort of you know look on one side of the road and there were rolling rolling hills in a very picturesque scene and then the other side just pretty much everywhere is a, a, a beautiful landscape a lot of the places we visited like Huila and uh, tolima they're dominated by like you know soaring mountains and then very deep valleys and large rivers we spent a bit of time driving along the magdalena river and one of the last farms we visited was la esperanza um, in china alta in tolima uh, williams farm is uh, I, I thought kind of typical of a colombian farm where it ranges from you know quite low where there's a river and then runs all the way up the farm to the to the top of the hill but yeah very beautiful very picturesque um, and a very nice country 
we spent quite a bit of time in Medellin where the Pergamino dry mill is and we did some cupping there and traveled from there out to the regions to taste the coffee. Uh, and will most farmers have um, access to their own mills at, at the farm? Mm -hmm. Most farmers have a wet mill on their own farm and it can be a very small hand cranked wet mill or it can be a, a slightly larger um, setup. Most farmers have quite small farms so just a small hand crank mill tends to be big enough and they will have their own fermentation tanks on on the farm as well and they'll typically deliver coffee in dry parchment. They'll deliver coffee to sort of local um, pickup points and these pickup points will be They'll have like an advertised price out the front for a, a clean coffee. And uh, depending on the quality, they'll get a range of pricing, but typically it's very close to this base price. The way Pergamino works is slightly differently. They have pickup points in, in, in some towns, not, not every town obviously, but uh, some major collection points. And they'll typically pay a higher price. So the prices we were seeing for the FNC pickup points were about 800,000 pesos per cargo. And Pergamino were offering about 1.2 million pesos per cargo. So just a little, you know, not, not a, a huge amount, but a bit over what the sort of the commodity pickup point was for, for most producers. Uh, and then on top of that, Pergamino will score the coffee and they will hand out a second payment if the coffee is well above 84 points so they basically have uh, three quality points that they they look at so 84 85 and 86 they don't really accept anything below 84 and then if a coffee scores 85 and 86 or even higher they'll sign a special price to it so all the lots that we buy are of the high quality so they're of a higher price and the producers who submit those lots will get the first payment at 1.2 million um, pesos per cargo but then they'll get a second payment uh, on top of that once the coffee is sold to to us so the coffee that we're talking about today is uh, Los Palomas. Um, do we know who made the coffee? Yes, um, a gentleman called uh, Leonardo Hanau uh, bought this farm with his family uh, a few years ago. Uh, they bought it off a producer who didn't want to grow coffee in the area anymore. And yeah, they went about sort of rehabil rehabilitating the farm, uh, planting varieties that they thought would work really well there, experimenting a little bit with uh, organic practices and doing really well in uh, Cup of Excellence competition last year and this year as well. And the name Las Palomas, uh, it's pronounced Las Palomas. <laughs> uh, but what does it mean and where does the name come from? Yeah, the name Las Palomas means, Las Palomas means the doves or um, doves sort of plural. And it's sort of a nickname that had been given to Leonardo and his family because they're all quite quiet and they're all quite have a sort of a lighter skin tone than other people in Colombia. So their nickname in jest was the Doves. So they decided to call the farm the Doves. It's a pretty name and they liked it, you know, aesthetically as well as. The varietal is quite quite a strong characteristics of, of this coffee. Uh, can you tell us a little bit more about the Chiroso? Chiroso is a variety that came into prominence in 2014 uh, when a producer called Carmen Montoya won Cup of Excellence using this particular variety. They're not entirely sure where the variety came from, but they suspect it came from a varieties garden, Seni Cafe. Uh, someone had got some seeds from Seni Cafe and then planted it in the Urao area. Chiroso is unique to Urao. They haven't found it planted anywhere else in the world. Leonardo had someone come and do some genetic testing on the, on the variety, and they found that it's very closely related to uh, Ethiopian land race varieties. So much more, close, much more closely related to that than related to Babon or Tipica varieties. 
The name we've put on the bag is Chiroso Bobon, and that refers to the variety of the plant, but also the size. So in Ural, they talk about Chirosos being either tall types of Chirosos like Bobon or short types of Chirosos like Katura. But in our chat today, uh, Leonardo sort of stressed that it, it wasn't a very accurate description of the variety because Chiroso doesn't really have anything to do with Bobon or Katura at all. The next time we print labels, we'll amend it to just say Chiroso. Mm. Yeah, Leonardo was also talking about, when we spoke to him earlier today, uh, about the processing. Uh, so this coffee is a washed processed coffee. Um, how did that came about? It is a washed processed coffee. So the coffee is picked, it is then depulped and uh, left in a fermentation tank. They do this for eight days. So the fermentation tank will have coffee that was picked on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. The coffee will, as it sits in there, it ferments. It does seem like it would ferment at different rates, but because they're adding sort of fresh fresh nutrients to the fermentation tank in the form of sugars to, to be fermented, the fermentation does take a long time and it doesn't tend to spoil because of the climatic conditions on the farm. It's a very high altitude um, at Los Palomas. So we're talking 1900 to 2100 meters above sea level. And this means that the water that they use in the fermentation tanks is very cold. This low temperature sort of inhibits the fermentation process or at least slows it down quite a way. Once the coffee has gone through its fermentation to clean the mucilage off parchment, it's then dried. Leonardo was describing they're, they're building some more drying patios and these will be completely covered drying patios with like a sort of a parabolic greenhouse covering over the top of them. He explained that uh, depending on the sunshine, they can dry in a fairly quick time period. So he was saying it can take as low as four days for the coffee to dry, which sounds quite fast. Leonardo is also a keen competitor in the Cup of Excellence competition. Can you just quickly describe the competition and also Leonardo's achievements? Mm -hmm. So Cup of Excellence is a quality competition. It happens in a number of different coffee producing countries around the world. It's free for producers to enter. So they enter a small sample of their coffee, like three or four kilos. It gets evaluated by a national jury and ranked. And then the top 30 coffees win Cup of Excellence. And that's basically any, any coffee that scores 87 or above achieves this Cup of Excellence prize. The coffees are then scored and then ranked by an international jury. And then those coffees are go off to an auction. So it's possible for, for producers to receive really high amounts of money for their coffees uh, through these auction system. The minimum amount I think is maybe six US dollars per pound. And that's quite quite high, considering a lot of coffees in, in Colombia will sell for just, you know, two, three dollars per pound. Los Palomas has actually been featured in Cup of Excellence for two years. So this morning we learnt as well that it was entered last year in 2020 as well and won the competition. Um, it was entered as a lot with two other people, with Felipe, someone else, but also Leonardo. They entered it as Los, Los Tres Mosqueteros, which is the three musketeers. The, the lot itself scored a, an amazing score of 90.03 and won, uh, won the Cup of Excellence, so it came first place. Uh, then this year as well, Los Palomas was entered again and came 16th in Cup of Excellence with a score of about 88, uh, which is also an amazing, amazing achievement. Finca Los Palomas comes from the Urar region of Colombia. Rital is Shiroso and the process is washed. The tasting notes on the bag are juicy sweetness with ripe cherry and blueberry. And this coffee retails for $22 for 250 gram and $7 per cup. And Jason, who would you recommend this coffee to? Uh, I would recommend this coffee to someone who likes drinking filter coffee. Uh, for me, it's a really, really well-balanced filter coffee, quite juicy and fruity, very sweet. 
So someone who enjoyed coffees like Esperanza or even the Floripondio would really enjoy this cup. Um, someone who enjoys sort of nuttier, lower acidity coffees, I would probably uh, recommend a Brazilian coffee or even Oblivion coffee. Um, so we cupped the coffee earlier. Um, what are your tasting notes from the cupping table? We cupped it earlier and we found well a lot of tasting notes. I'll, I'll read some of them out. Uh, on the dry aroma, I found a lot of like black tea, date, black cherry, some red apple. Uh, and then in the cup, it sort of developed, developed into more sort of soft cherry, winey, a little bit of like gentle malt, milk chocolate. And then as it cools, a lot more fruit flavor. So sort of like a tart red apple, blueberry, raspberry, very nice long sort of honeydew melon acidity. As it really cooled off, like a very strong blueberry flavor. So overall, I found sort of a juicy acidity with lots of tropical fruits, uh, really present in the cup, very rich and vibrant. Yeah, quite distinct flavors, quite different from the other coffees. Mm -hmm. um, I, I got very floral, some kind of floral citrus fruits and, mm. and red berries. Yeah, for me, it reminds me a lot of coffee from, from Guji. Coffees like the Jigesa, things like that with a lot of blueberry sort of flavor. I think the varietal character really comes through in that. So Guji is in Ethiopia. Ethiopia. Yeah. <laughs> I was talking to other people uh, earlier and we have um, a prediction that this might be a, a good contender to Market Lane's staff favorite coffee of the year. Uh, last year was La Casita which is from the same region. So how would you quickly describe this coffee and how does it compare with the other coffees on the menu? So the other coffees will be Sitiokana, Ruli and Pedro Flores. Mm -hmm. I describe it as a really unique coffee. There's really not many coffees in the world like this. It's a special variety, Chiroso from Colombia, where most of the coffee in Colombia is produced with sort of Bourbon and Tipica types. This is produced with a or if an Ethiopian type. So I think that's something that really makes it stand out. And then I would describe its flavor because it's a very unique flavor as well. It's very juicy, lots of blueberry, um, lots of ripe fruit um, characteristic. I describe it as being medium to high in acidity, but very well balanced as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I'm really excited to offer this coffee. We're gonna have it on the bar for about five weeks and we're selling it at $7 a cup and $22 per 250 gram bag. And we're going to release sort of a follow-up epi podcast episode to this. We're going to, I recorded the whole conversation we had with Leonardo this morning. And it's really interesting to hear his perspective on things like uh, Geisha compared to Chiroso. Also how they conduct their fermentation. Um, some really interesting facts about his organic practices and what they're trying to do on the farm. Yeah, so I'd, I'd definitely give it a listen. It's about 35 minutes, but it's, it's well worth uh, your time listening to so check it out thank you Jason and thank you everyone for listening we hope you enjoy um, Los Palomas and let us know what you think about the coffee thank you everyone